Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Wednesday, January 17th, and here are your top stories. First, Burger King Parent Company acquires Carol's Restaurant Group. Restaurant Brands International acquired Carol's, the largest Burger King franchisee in the U.S., with 1,022 locations for a total enterprise value of $1 billion. Second, Bonchan named Susie Tsai as U.S. CEO. The South Korean fried chicken concept promoted the chief growth officer to succeed Brian Shin, who will focus on international development. Third, how Papa John's plans to make its franchisees more profitable. Papa John's is lowering its required marketing expenditure from 8% to 6%, enabling franchisees to pick up 200 basis points of margin at the restaurant level. Fourth, menu tracker, new items from McDonald's, Sonic Drive-In, and Taco Bell. See what chains across the country added to menus this week. And finally, Scooters Coffee adds Susan Techt and John Owen to the C-suite. Scooters, which finished 2023 with over 750 locations, has added a new Chief Legal Officer and Chief Operations Officer. Now let's dive into one of these stories. Papa John's announced its Back to Better 2.0 strategy, a comprehensive plan focused on driving comp sales, average unit volumes, margins, and net new growth. The company spent the past six months putting the plan together, working alongside franchisees for what CEO Rob Lynch said will create a transformational changes in the system. Papa John's has had a remarkable run the past several years, including and especially through the pandemic. One thing impacting franchisees' margins, however, has been the company's marketing expenditure. For about the past decade, the company's required rate has been 8%, 5% for national and 3% for local marketing. For more on this story and thoughts on the recent ICR conference, let's turn to Alicia Kelso. Let's talk about uh, the ICR conference. It was last week, um, fresh out of the gate uh, of 2024 in Orlando, Florida. This was my first ICR conference. I've been covering the industry now. Gosh, I'm going on almost 15 years here. Um, so, but this was my first ICR conference. And you know, I I kind of went in there a little wide-eyed and excited be, because of that. And what I can tell you, like personally, my takeaways, um, you know, were it, it, it's a pretty, it's an interesting con- conference, right? So it's the investor community. Who are they there to pay attention to? And you kind of want to pay attention to who the investors are paying attention to, because those tend to be you know, I, I always like to use the phrase to go where the, the the puck is going or skate where the puck is going. And and that tends to be what they're, you know, what they're looking for. What have, uh, what concepts here, uh, you know, have the biggest potential to really um, generate those, those strong returns here. Now, it's important to note that for people who don't know what this conference is, it's, you know, it's basically a, a conference, retail and restaurants, public and private, um, those that do show up at this conference tend to have a lot of, um, you know, uh, feathers to peacock. They're not going to show up and be doomy and gloomy again because they're getting in front of investors. So optimism abounds. And and I think that was ever more clear this year. Um, you know, I, I talked to dozens of people, all of who pretty much agreed that 24 is going to be this sort of year of return to normalization after three incredibly bumpy and dramatic and uh, crisis-laden years uh, that we don't need to rehash any more than we already have. The the one caveat I will say about that is, uh, you know, they, they 
there is this, um, you know, this this belief that normal is going to be differently defined. The restaurant industry is not what the restaurant industry was in 2019. There's more channels. Consumers are more discerning. Um, it, you know, will there be a, another black swan event? That's kind of a question now that that everybody's asking. And cash flow is, you know, impacted by more things than it was uh, in, in 2019. And, you know, this this industry has always been challenged. Um, but there are crises that that we navigated that I don't think anybody in the right mind would have predicted, um, you know, four or five years ago. So normal again is is differently defined. Um, the one takeaway, another takeaway here, I can tell you is, with that optimism from the companies that presented here comes a, a return to really kind of aggressive growth. Um, all of the companies that 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 presented are very ambitious about either getting back to those 2019 expansion cadences or more than surpassing them. And so I think that is one thing that we will see a lot of this year is unit count development investment priorities, you know, tended to are, are skewing toward development, um, getting into those very, you know, few and far between real estate opportunities that exist. Um, growth is is very much on the forefront of the minds of these types of companies. Um, and of course, they have pretty strong balance sheets. Uh, another takeaway that I had is, you know, when as we continue working our way through the bumpiness of the COVID years, uh, the 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 strong the ones with strong healthy balance sheets are in the best position here, and those that aren't are going to struggle if not close. And that has not really been more clear than it is now because those issues were just so um, they were just so compounded, and so the industry is gonna look wildly different on the other side of this. Perhaps twenty five, twenty six. Uh, the consensus is the big are going to get bigger. Scale is more important than it ever has been. Um, and, you know, we could see some market share uh, shifts coming here. Um, and I think that's really uh, important to, to, to point out. I, I want to kind of zoom in here. I have um, about 22 <laughs> maybe companies here that, that I had the ability to talk to on a deeper level. Um, but I want to zoom in on a couple of these. And I'll be writing content about ICR, you know, for... for gosh, for the foreseeable future. But one that really stood out to me was Papa John's. And uh, they, they, you know, their CEO, Rob Lynch, basically got on stage uh, at the ICR conference and said he was more optimistic and more bullish about this company than he was even in 2020. And if those of you who don't remember what the pizza segment looked like in 2020, let me just sort of rehash real quick. It was really, really strong. Everybody was stuck at home with their families. Nobody knew what was happening. Papa John's, for its part, was up almost 20%. It was insane. Uh, pizza was obviously the big winner of the pandemic. So for him to come on stage and say that he's even more optimistic than he was then was kind of, you know, something I, I paid a little bit more attention to. And there's a reason that he's optimistic. And it's because the company has put into place what it is calling the Back to Better 2.0 strategy. It's basically a comprehensive plan focused on driving comp sales, average unit volumes, margins, and net new unit growth. Now, Papa John's is an international company, but I think it's important to note that this strategy is mostly going to uh, focus on its North American growth. Uh, so they're focused on domestic. They're going to be closing some 
some of it's underperforming restaurants uh, in some of the international markets, but right now it's looking to get to fill some of the white space that it's, uh, you know, its competitors uh, enjoy in the U.S. market. And one of the ways that it plans on doing that is by making its franchisees more profitable. Um, we all know that, you know, franchisees uh, profitability um, excites franchisees, gets them wanting to grow even more, uh, and, and it, it becomes a, a virtuous cycle. Um, so for its part in how to do that, one of the things that um, it, it, it's changing is its marketing expenditure. So for about the past decade, the company's required rate on marketing has been 8%. Five of that goes to national and three for local marketing. As Lynch explained, that's about as high as it gets. Most other nationally scaled brands um, have moved in a different direction here, shrunk those costs down uh, and have gotten more productive and more efficient uh, by leveraging national media uh, platforms where they can buy it at scale. Again, there's that word scale uh, and get a better rate and better access to programs. So this is what Papa John's is going to do. And, and this move uh, is going to take that expenditure for franchisees from 8% to 6%. Um, so they're going to pick up about 200 basis points of margin benefit at the restaurant with a, with a, with a bigger impact. Um, so that's, that's pretty big and, uh, it's going to really benefit their franchisee, uh, cash flow. Um, and the national ad increase is probably also going to prove beneficial. We've seen this with other brands, including its competitors, Domino's um, and Taco Bell. Wingstep, I think, also just moved to this uh, to this um, national marketing focus, uh, too. Um, the company is also looking to reduce development costs. So uh, it's offering incentives. Uh, that, it, that it's calling its most aggressive uh, development incentives in the company's history. Um, and I think that's also a big piece of this puzzle. So um, there's a couple of other working parts within this uh, within this 2.0 strategy, but I think those are the high-level ones um, to, to really focus on. And I think, you know, again, if we, if we are to consider the footprint of Papa John's, it's I think maybe a third of what Pizza Hut is um, and also significantly smaller than Domino. So it's striving to get to those sort of levels with a really aggressive focus on, on unit development. Uh, so again, there's many more takeaways, uh, certainly uh, from ICR, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be able to talk about them until 2025's ICR because it was a really uh, busy show. I do want to note um, you know, in really abruptly changing the topic, that participate that participation attendance at the show was at 15 percent year over year over year, and I think that's kind of a vote of confidence and in how things are going as we quote return back to normal. Um, I don't know what normal looks like versus 2019. I know it's different, and I think we'll start we'll start parsing that out a little bit more as we you know keep manifesting all of these storylines uh, that are coming out of the gate hot again uh, in 2024. But one company certainly to keep an eye out on uh, this year is Papa John's because of these incentives that it's putting into place to get franchisees more profitable uh, to get them to grow. So stay tuned here for more. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on nrn.com.